Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. And together, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. And we will make America great again. Oh, you know, there's nothing like a Trump rally. Let me know in the comments how many of you have been at the Trump rallies. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. Every time we see the beginning of these shows, I say, oh, let's jump right back in there. Let's get on to another one of these rallies. And we'll be having more of them, obviously, as this election season intensifies. Brothers and sisters, welcome. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here. It is Wednesday night, the 7th of February. And as we do on this program, we're going to take things that, you know, you've probably heard commentary on already. In fact, probably substantially similar to some of the things I'll tell you. And uh, But what we do unique on this program is we look at it through the lens of a spiritual Word of God perspective, and we try to apply some spiritual explanations and principles and foundations to both what is going on and what we need to do about it. So thanks for joining in tonight with Praying for America and spread the word to others too. So we're going to talk about a few uh, a few, three things in particular that just unfolded over this last day or so. You've got the, uh, the RNC, Ronald McDaniel. You've got the um, vote, the, the, the failed impeachment vote of Mayorkas, but keep in mind that'll be uh, repeated uh, most likely. And then you've got the, um, the, the, the Nevada primary that happened yesterday with an amazing result. And then uh, a fourth thing, of course, you know, this uh, D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals saying to President Trump, oh, well, you know, there's not uh, you're not uh, uh, privileged to have, you know, broad immunity uh, on these matters of, you know, election interference. I want to say something about that, too. OK. One of the scriptures that can apply to all these things and illumine what's going on here and give us some marching orders is from Revelation chapter 3. You know, in Revelation, there's the letters to the seven churches. Well, we need a letter here to America. Of course, we have. The, all of these are to America. They're all to everybody. But listen to this particular one, starting in uh, chapter 3, verse 14, to the church in Laodicea. Let's read the Word of God. And to the angel of the church in Laodicea, write this. The words of the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of God's creation. I know your works. You are neither cold nor hot. Would that you were either cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. For you say, I am rich. I have prospered, and I need nothing, not realizing 
that you are wretched, pitiable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined by fire, so that you may be rich, and white garments, so that you may clothe yourself, and the shame of your nakedness may not be seen, and salve to anoint your eyes, so that you may see. Those whom I love, I reprove and discipline. So be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and eat with him and he with me. The one who conquers, I will grant him to sit with me on my throne, as I also conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Let us pray. Father, you have given us the Holy Spirit. Not a fraction of the Spirit. Not a faint shadow of the Spirit. Not an echo of the Spirit. You, Father, and your Son, Jesus, have given us, who believe in his name and who have been born from above, the Holy Spirit in all his fullness, in all his reality, in all his power, you have bestowed the Spirit on us as you bestowed the Spirit upon those disciples and apostles who were gathered in that upper room on Pentecost. And they were transformed. Lord God, by your Spirit, their cowardice was transformed into courage. Their doubt was transformed into certainty. Their weakness was transformed into strength. And you have given that same spirit to us. Lord, may we stir into flame right now the gift of that spirit. Let, 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 let us not be guilty of having that, that gift lie dormant within us because we're too cowardly to fight, too hesitant to stand up too weak to strike back against evil, against evil and sin with the power of grace, against falsehood with the power of truth, against the forces of death with the word of life. Father, you, you instruct us through your apostle Paul to put on the full armor of God. Lord, you've given us all the tools. May we put them on and use them today with confidence, with joy, with courage. Let us fasten around our waist the belt of truth. Let us hold in our hand the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. Let us put on the helmet of salvation. Let us use the shield of faith to, 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 to put out the fiery darts of the enemy and all the graces, all the tools, all the armor. Lord, you've given it all to us. And you warn us in this passage, Lord God, you give a warning to your church. You give a warning to America here. You give a warning to Congress. You give a warning to the Republican Party. You give a warning to all of us. I wish you were hot or cold. But you are lukewarm. I will spit you out of my mouth. Father, we 
We hear your word today. We hear your word speaking to the circumstances we find ourselves in at this juncture in American history, at this spiritual civil war, because that is what it, what we are in. And there is no there is no denying this. There is no sugarcoating this. There is no ignoring this. Father, fire us up with your spirit. Make us hot, hot with your spirit. That we may fight. That we may fight against the evils around us. That we may recognize the dangers that face us. That we may understand the intentions of the enemy. Lord God, save us from the ignorance that doesn't even know the enemy we face. May we know, may we learn, may we understand, and may we respond in the fullness of your spirit. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Uh, first things first, let's get some of the smaller things out of the way. Okay, so Ron McDaniel, uh, many, many people have expressed lots of concern as, hey, time for a change in the leadership of uh, the RNC. And it looks like, it looks like now the latest indications, right, that that is going to happen and that will go instead to the uh, the North Carolina GOP chair to become the chair of the entire party. We'll have more definitive news about this, of course, in the weeks ahead and apparently after the South Carolina primary. So that's a, a stay tuned. But, uh, you know, in this program, we pray over the news. So when we, uh, as we wrap up tonight, we're going to pray about the various people that we talk about. And I want to pray for Ronna McDaniel and, and pray for uh, whoever will end up being the new, the new chair. Uh, that's where you see already how these, how these uh, readings apply because anybody in any of these positions, we've got to, we've got to be, we, and this is not a, meant to be a, an evaluation right now on uh, Rana, but we obviously have to be totally hot with the spirit and uh, uh, assessing the realities of, of what's going on. Now, secondly, so this um, President Trump with the immunity uh, claim. <clears throat> okay, so first of all, uh, you know, the, 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 the fake news does this all the time. They'll pretend that they're reporting on a story and meanwhile, all they're doing is giving their sick and distorted opinion about it. And it's like baked in to the telling of the story, no matter what they're saying. So when they talk about, you know, this immunity claim and, oh, the court rejected it. Well, first of all, that, that was expected. This is the appellate court in, in the D.C. I've been before that court myself as a, as a, as a party to a case defending our ministry. And they ruled against us. Of course, this is a, what do you, who do you think these people are? So, so they're, 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 they're leftist Democrat uh, judges. And what we've got here is no surprise. What matters here is going to be what, what, what occurs with the Supreme Court. Obviously, President Trump has his eyes on the Supreme Court to, to sort out this mess. But the point I'm making about the, um, the way that this is, gets reported Oh, you know, for his efforts to reverse the results of the 2020 election. You know, every time I hear that, I say, I say to myself, oh, here we go, here we go again. Check off another, another instance of the absolute stupidity of too many people when it comes to even understanding what it is that we're talking about. Listen. <laughs> 
My point is simple. You can't reverse the results of an election when the results themselves are in question. We know this. The media doesn't even want to let people think that. Oh, well, you know, he's tried to reverse the results of the, of the election. What results? What results are you talking about? The whole point of the matter is that the results were disputed, and we have a right to, res- to dispute results of elections. Democrats do it all the time. Oh, yeah, oh, but they're Democrats. Oh, they can do it. Oh, Aren't you sick and tired of this? Friends, rise up. This is why I chose this reading. All right, enough enough of this lukewarm. Stop being lukewarm. Stop trying to please everybody. Stop trying to straddle the fence. Stop trying to downplay things. Stop trying to be, oh, well, well, let's not rock the boat. For goodness sake, the Christians of the early early days, we read in the Acts of the Apostles, you talk about, oh, we don't want to rock the boat. They got the reputation of being the people who turned the world upside down. That's a lot bigger than rocking any particular boat. You turn the world upside down. Go in there with full force against this garbage. Oh, oh no, he tried to dispute the, to reverse the results of the election. What results? That's the whole point. We didn't know what the real results were. People were seriously disputing, as they still do to this very day, what the results were. We want to go after and defend and uncover and reveal and secure and protect the real results. Don't let people just steamroll over you with these prepackaged, baked-in phrases that represent stupid ideas. And they think the rest of us are stupid. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, that's not so good if he was trying to reverse the results and maybe reverse the results. Yeah. Right. But don't worry about that. I mean, the negative judgment, again, that was expected. This is going up to the Supreme Court eventually, and then we'll see how they handle it. Okay. Now, <laughs> let's take, I want to save, I want to save the, this one, Nikki Haley, to last. Mayorkas, he should be impeached. Oh, but what's the, the high crimes and misdemeanors? I mean, I think I said this the other night. Some people say, oh, well, that's, oh, you know, you don't impeach somebody because of a policy dispute. It's not a policy dispute. See, again, this is the same kind of phenomenon I was just talking about, right? They'll bake into these commentaries that uh, some line that really misses the point. Uh, reversing the results of an election. You don't have the results. Oh, it's a policy dispute. It's not a policy dispute when you're allowing the invasion of a country. When you're not enforcing the laws of that country. The President of the United States, by the way, is the, is, the, is, the, is the key person responsible here. This is why Biden, too, should be impeached. It's not some kind of, oh, well, where's the evidence of a, a criminal act? It's a betrayal of the trust that the people put in these people, in these, uh, that the American people put in these individuals who are put in these positions of responsibility. You're supposed to be securing the border, and you're not doing it. You're allowing an invasion. Those are supposed to be a viable options for policy to allow an invasion of the country? What is wrong with the people who, I'm not just, I mean, we know what's wrong with the people who are saying this. They're sick and they hate this country. 
But the people who just take this in hook, line, and sinker, come on. Come on. I mean, because some people that are way, 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 way out in, it's not even left field. It's a different universe. Policy difference. What has gotten into us? Or maybe we should ask, what has gone out of us? What have we lost? What kind of common sense have we lost here? Policy difference. But here's the other thing. Dan Bongino was, <laughs> he had a kick out of how he was handling this today with uh, his commentary on it. You had three Republicans, McClintock, Gallagher, and, and Buck, really, real losers. And they had voted against this impeachment. All right. I mean, their votes would have brought it over to the top, but they voted the wrong way. 216 did vote to impeach. Now, listen, don't miss the credit where credit is due that should be given to the 216 that did the right thing. But these three, and then one of them apparently, I didn't see the clip. One of them apparently said on this morning on one of the news shows, get this. Oh, well, you know, to impeach, I think it was McClintock. To impeach uh, Mayorkas, it would uh, set a bad precedent. Now, this is when I heard that. This, I thought about this reading here from Revelations, why I chose this reading. Let me, let me just think about this for a moment. Would set a bad precedent. Just think, put, 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 on, put on the thinking cap for a moment. Think about recent American history and how absurd of a statement that is. And then think of it in terms of this scripture. Let's walk through this. I know your works. You're neither hot or cold. Would that you were either cold or hot. But because you're lukewarm, neither cold nor hot, I will spit you out of my mouth. Somebody who says this would set a bad precedent doesn't know the terrain we're fighting on. That's my point. Get hot through an understanding of what kind of enemy we're facing. Bongino used the example of, you know, you go into a, into a wrestling, uh, not wrestling, into a, a boxing match, and you got your gloves, and, and all of a sudden the other guy comes at you with knives and guns. You got to know your opponent. You got to know what they're doing, what they're capable of doing, what they're intending to do, and the tools with which they intend to do it. Now, the advantage that we have is that if we just open our eyes and open our ears, again, looking at it from the point of view of this reading, the, all these messages end up with the Lord saying, he who has an ear, let him hear. We've got ears, but we're not hearing. We don't understand. These people on the other side, I look at Precedent. But this is this is so ridiculous. Oh, we're not going to impeach my orchestra because we a bad precedent. Bad precedent to whom? About what? About impeachment? About whom and under what circumstances the House of Representatives should impeach? That's what you're worrying about setting a bad precedent? Did you forget? Did you forget the fake impeachments of President Trump? Exercises in unconstitutional and frankly insane, insane activity by the Democrats. And we're worried about the precedent that we're going to set at the. 
the friends, the point is this goes beyond, okay, the specific issue at hand, the specific person at hand. Mayorkas, what's going on at the border, okay. We can discuss all those things. I think it's clear as day. This is an invasion. He's facilitating the invasion. He should be out of that position. He's not doing his job. But setting that aside, the bigger problem here is we're, we're, we're asleep. We're, we're using boxing gloves and they've got knives. We're stuck in the past. We're way behind. But we're way behind. What are you talking about setting a precedent? What world, what universe are you in? These people hate America. They're going to stop at nothing. Now, I'm not saying we adopt godless tactics, unconstitutional or illegal activities. You don't imitate someone's bad example. But you've got to fight back in a way that's going to be effective. You don't refrain from impeaching the guy because you think you're setting a bad precedent. You impeach the guy to give the Democrats a taste of their own medicine. I mean, it's warranted in and of itself, but you have to also show the other side that you're serious about fighting back just as serious as they are about fighting you. You're just as serious about saving the country as they are about destroying it. I'm telling you, I mean, you guys understand it, you guys that are listening. But, I mean, what, where some of our fellow citizens and some of our lawmakers are at is just absolutely unbelievable. So those are my... I, 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 I see it in this... It, 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 because, look, the inability to understand... Maybe it's the inability to, to admit that, it, that the enemies are really that bad. Maybe it's some kind of thing inside of us that says, I don't want to think that somebody else is really so bad yeah, well, wake up, because they are. And it's a spiritual... What I'm getting at here is this. And this is not, not what you're going to hear in the other commentaries. There's a spiritual transition that has to occur here. When we talk about the Holy Spirit, we're talking about the Spirit of God who enables us to see clearly what's going on. Jesus warned us. We have to be able to interpret the signs of the times. The, the reading says, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Jesus says, be awake, be vigilant. When he says, be awake, not woke, but awake, this is what he's talking about. Understand the depths of the hatred of your enemy and that they are using knives, not boxing gloves. Fight back. You know, you think this problem is bad in Congress? You, you want to see where it's worse? In the churches. In Congress, they can try to, you know, dress themselves up in certain principles like, oh, we don't want to set a bad precedent. We don't want to exaggerate, a, you know, a policy dispute. Or we want to maintain decorum. Or no matter how much we disagree with one of our colleagues, we have to maintain a certain amount of order and respect and protocol. No. Nonsense. Not when it gets down to fundamental things like this. You're allowing an invasion of the country. Get out! They should be taken out of their positions. See, and this, notice what I'm saying here. Again, it's not so much the issue. 
there's a spiritual step that needs to be taken here. It will apply then across the board where you say, this is a fight that is, I'm not rising to the occasion here. I've got to rise to the occasion and and fight back strongly, vigorously. This is one of the key things President Trump teaches us how to do. And this is one of the key things that people like McClintock, Gallagher, and and, uh, Buck are absolutely going in the wrong direction. And it's, 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 it's shameful, and it's destructive. But we have got to drink of the spirit. Spirit of God is what makes us fight back. This is a spiritual step that needs to be taken. And like I say, then it'll apply across the board to all the issues. Now, <laughs> finally, Nikki Haley. Well, again, I appreciate Dan Bongino's commentary. I love the way that he, I mean, it's exactly what is going through my mind and, and, and emotions about this whole thing. So you saw this, right? Okay, so in Nevada, we told you earlier in the week, in Nevada, it's a confusing kind of situation. There was the primary yesterday run by the state. And there's a caucus tomorrow. All right, so some states have primaries, you know, New Hampshire. Some states have caucuses, Iowa. In Nevada this year, there's both. Caucus being run by the Republican Party. The candidates, so you got Nikki Haley, Donald Trump, the candidates in these presidential primaries and caucuses can only be in one or the other. So Nikki Haley was in the primary yesterday. And President Trump is in the caucus tomorrow. That's where he'll get the delegates. The primary means nothing in Nevada for getting the delegates. He'll get the delegates tomorrow in the caucus, which he will win decisively. Nevada folks, get out and caucus. I'm not saying just sit back and wait for the victory. Get out and do the work. Okay. I know you will. Here's the point I'm making. I thought, and many others thought, what we would see yesterday would be, okay, well, she's she's the only candidate in the primary. She's going to win the primary. She's the only significant candidate in there. Of course she's going to win the primary, but we got to be reminding people. And I was already starting to remind people, hey, listen, you hear about a Nikki Haley victory in the primary in Nevada. It's meaningless. President Trump wasn't even on that ballot by design. He's running in the caucus. Now, the candidates can only be in one or the other. The voters can do both because the voters can do both. So do both. And apparently they did because Nikki Haley lost even though she was the only one in the race. How do you accomplish that? How do you come? I saw this. I couldn't believe it. I was looking. I was looking at the bottom of the screen last night. At a certain point, I wasn't watching the results continuously because I had a an event going on. And I turn on the news and I see on the bottom, and it says her. You know, it says um, the, the name and Nikki Haley, and then next to it, it says none of these. And I'm, I'm looking at that. And says, what, what do they mean? They mean the votes haven't started coming in yet, or what do they mean none of these? I never saw that before on the results of a uh, of an election coming in. Come to find out, and not by a small margin either, double digits, whatever, 30% or whatever. She lost to a blank. 
How do you do that? She lost to a blank line. She didn't lose to another person. She lost to a choice where the voters could say, ah, I don't want any of the, I don't want any of these people that are on the ballot. Oh my gosh. And lost big to a blank. <laughs> if a primary is competitive, that's one thing. But my gosh, anybody out there in the sound of my voice who is a Nikki Haley supporter, donor, encourager of any kind, would you please, please, we've got to unite here. Now's the time. This is becoming such a ridiculous circus. When you had, I'd never heard of this before. She lost to the none of these by big margin. We've got to get the Democrats out of power. I don't care if it's Joe Biden, if they swoop somebody into the last minute, Gavin Newsom, whoever it is, they're all of the same sick party that hates America, whoever it is. It's not even time to look at the, 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 the candidates on the other side. doesn't matter. Get them all out. Get them all out of office. It is time to zero in on winning back that White House. We have to zero in on it with a laser focus, with volunteers, with donations, with activity, with registering voters, with rallying around the man who's going to be the Republican nominee, Donald J. Trump, and rallying around him now and getting the job done. We can't wait till later. We've got to do it now. Brothers and sisters, (laughs) thank you for being among those who are doing it. This is the message we've got to get out to all our fellow citizens. But really, anybody in the sound of my voice has got any influence. And this Nikki Haley uh, uh, campaign is becoming a real, what do you call it? It's a distraction. It's an embarrassment. It's, it's a waste of time and money. Please, enough is enough. Well, thank you, friends. Let's pray for these people. Lord, uh, we ask for the Spirit to descend upon us first of all. Weak, sinful, uh, unprofitable servants seeking just to do our duty. Help us, Lord. But we ask you to uh, send your spirit upon Nikki Haley. Help us to help her to see what is the right thing to do at this moment, and for the good of the nation, and for the good of the things we stand for, the freedom we enjoy. To take the steps necessary to unite this this effort now going into this general election. Lord, these Republican members of Congress who voted the wrong way or those who are worried about setting a precedent where we have people raiding the homes of former presidents, trying to lock them up, uh, uh, doing fake impeachments, indictments and charges and trials. and These are the weapons that they were using and, and we're worrying about setting a precedent. Send the Holy Spirit, Lord, wake these people up. Those that voted against it, so the Democrats, obviously, to a man, to a woman. But the Republicans voting against this, Lord, do something in their minds and hearts to change them and turn them into fighters. Help them understand what kind of situation we're in here. 
We ask you, Lord, your blessing upon the changes that are about to take place in the in the RNC. We ask the Spirit again to come to those who will be leaving leadership, those who will be stepping in to leadership. Lord, we need people who will who will have your vision for what must be done and who will need tremendous courage and zeal to bring this nation to victory. And so bless all those who are have any say in this process, all those who will be affected by this process. Lord, you put certain tools in our hands. Enable us to use them and to use them effectively. And Father, finally, we rally around with our prayers. The man that we see as the greatest president of our times, Donald J. Trump. Lord, as he solidifies his campaign, solidifies his lead, prepares to take the nomination and go full steam into the general election, we ask for him protection in body and mind and in spirit, blessing on his family, strength for the things he needs to do each day, and effectiveness both in word and in action. Give him a clear understanding and give his team whether we're talking lord about the legal team or the campaign team give his team or the or the or the policy teams that are preparing what needs to be in place in the in the event of a of a presidential administration lord we 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 pray blessing upon all these people doing all this important work this urgent work give them clarity of mind clarity of focus wisdom beyond compare Send this all to us Lord God in your holy spirit. And we pray now in the words that Jesus himself has taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Friends, thanks for standing together. You know and are on the right track here. Let's get our fellow citizens on the right track with us and uh and uh working harder than ever for victory. Appreciate you joining me and uh, I will uh, have more for you tomorrow. Stay tuned to praying for America each night. God bless you all. Hello. I'm Dr. Alveda King, board member of Priest for Life. More money is being spent in America to kill babies in the womb than to save them. Together, we need to change that. And today, I want to invite you to support our work at Priest for Life. Why ours rather than other groups? Because we have a unique team that helps lead in every arena of the fight against abortion, and we activate the churches where you find people who are most likely to get involved in that fight. To awaken a pastor about abortion is to awaken thousands of people he serves. We do not receive church funding or government grants. We rely on you for individual donations. We have a very high evaluation among charities and top security on our donation site. 
ProLifeGift.org. You can go there for a one-time gift or to become a monthly donor, or you can call us at 321-500-1000. Priests for Life, saving lives for over 30 years. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.